Hey, good evening, and welcome once again to A Few Minutes with the Coach. I'm Walter, the coach. And um, as you can see from our opening track, um, a seminal track from the legend Chuck Berry, we're going to be talking about school, distance learning in particular. And um, Chuck kind of chronicles all the stuff that used to happen in the physical classroom. But um, the real question is going to be today, when are we going back? Now, I know that there are some private schools that uh, are already you know, going back. There are, matter of fact, they're already in the physical classroom on a regular basis. The problem is, is that more often than not, these are um, the more affluent schools in the more affluent districts. And uh, let's face it, there is a big, big divide between, um, there is a big divide between, uh, let's say Oxnard, El Rio, Port Hueneme, and Thousand Oaks, Westlake, um, so on and so forth, right? So, and one of the one of the one of the big questions has to be, and and this is totally an open-ended question: um, Is it safe to go back? And and you know, I'd just like you to marinate on that one for a minute, right? Is it safe to go back? For whom is it safe to go back? We know because there are statistics that back this up that more affluent communities where the poverty rate is maybe 2% or lower have a better chance of fighting off the virus. But disproportionately, in schools that have a lot of black and brown kids, that's just not the case. Okay. One of the other big questions I want you to think about is, should teachers be vaccinated before we go back? You know? <laughs> and is that one reason why school's out, right? Not just for summer. School's been out since March, right? And um, rightfully so, in my opinion, right? Being a classroom teacher for the last 22 years, um, I can tell you that I've been in a classroom and um, I've been in a classroom where there's a uh, 30, 35, 39 kids, and 27 of them are sick as dogs, right? And I'm talking coming in, coughing, hacking, you know, green stuff coming out of their noses, the whole thing, you know, paint you a picture right here. Putting their hands all over everything, everything, including the desk, and walking up to you and breathing on you, and the whole thing. And the, the problem is, in my career, I've been in that situation and taken the virus, you know, the flu virus, and brought it home to my family. And um, that's one of the things that I know about um, some of my colleagues 
at my school who had older parents that they live with, you know, and rightfully so, you know, I mean, everybody's entitled to do what they want. And, um, and they were worried about bringing this virus home, right? Yeah. Another thing that we need to, to really think about is the, is the fact that, you know, we, we're dealing with variants, you know, mutations of the virus. And some of the scientists say that that's not a big deal. But um, I just beg to differ. I really do. Yeah, and yet you just you just have to wonder, right? You know, I mean, it, you know, we, we we all know it didn't have to be this way, and there seems to be countries, you know, Australia, New Zealand, South Korea, you know, who were able to put the clamp on it, you know, through mitigation, you know, but just practical policies, right? Being pragmatic, right? And um. You know, we're still dealing, you know, with, you know, I, I like to call them the Yahoos, right? And I know that there was one incident at a Dodger Stadium, which which was uh, serving as a, a COVID vaccination station, you know, where the, where the whole station was actually shut down because of a bunch of, you know, Yahoos, right? Who refused to wear a mask, you know, you know, basically just refused to believe that, uh, there's anything wrong and that goes back to a previous administration and we won't get into that today we'll save that for another time but um one of the things i know that with president president biden is that his mandate has been to open all the schools within the first hundred days of his administration and i think he's about two or three weeks in right now now I would just say to that, that's probably easier said than done. You know, again, you know, when we know that um, we're dealing with affluent districts and not so affluent districts, I think it's pretty simple to understand, you know, who it's going to be easy to, easier to open for, you know. Let me tell you about this is uh, Cub Coda, Brownsville Station. I thought I'd throw this one in for you know some of you guys to take you way back. You know, this is what used to happen in the physical classroom, right? The physical plant, you know? The boys' room, meeting place, right? But anyway, I digress, you know? One of the one of the really burning questions is whether or not we see teachers as essential workers. And um, one of, one of the other questions I ask myself is when we have this push to, you know, open schools and say, "Oh, you know what? You're depriving my kid of his education." Right. Well, I don't know how true that is, because in doing in, in dealing with distance learning, and um, I'm you know I'm staring into the computer you know for 
you know, up to six hours a day. And um, from my estimation, and I don't have any hard facts or statistics to back this up, but it seems to me like um, the, the breakdown as far as kids who are going to do the work is about the same. What do I mean by that? Well, I mean that I think you're going to always have 10% of your kids who are not going to do the work either way. And um, sometimes it takes cat catastrophic you know, events, like figuring out that maybe they're not going to graduate. And I'm at the high school level, so let's keep that in mind. But catastrophic events, you know, and there's nothing more catastrophic than looking at a transcript and seeing that you're 60 credits behind and you're not going to walk the line, right? Um, but, in, in, you know, in reality, you know, as far as I'm concerned right through here, I'm seeing the same thing with distance learning kids, you know? I don't need to do work. I got better things to do. I know I know in my community that there's a lot of kids that are taking this opportunity to be, become employed, either through their parents' work or otherwise, in order to help put some food on the table. And I can't fault anybody for that, because everybody's gotta eat. Yeah. And then you have your kids that are going to do the work no matter what, whether, whether, whether or not it's through a computer or it's in a physical classroom. They're going to find a way to get the work done. They're going to do the work. They're going to hustle. They're going to go after the extra credit. And... That's just the way it is. So I don't know. I don't. I you know. I, I it's just hard for me to to subscribe to to hearing somebody say you are depriving a kid of his education, or a kid can't get the same type of education through the computer through distance learning. I know over in Japan that. You know, there's a lot of remote remote learning, right? Up to maybe a hundred kids in a classroom with one teacher, right? And they and they seem to make it work for them. You know, and I and I don't know why that is. And I can't say that there's this distinct difference between Japanese people and American people. Or maybe there is. An acre is the
I would say Malcolm X begs to differ. Thought control. Now, what is that? And see, that's one of the reasons why I say you can't have it both ways, right? One of the things, one of the things I, I've really thought about, and this goes back to discipline issues or behavior issues or whatever. But when I've um, when I've been in this situation where uh, I have to call the parents or sit with the parents, one of the things that I thought about was. Maybe, maybe now some of the parents will see that their kids aren't angels, right? I know I wasn't an angel. I know I put my parents through hell, right? You know, but right through here when I come in and, and I and I have parents, you know, come in and tell me, you know, well, you know what, Neho's a good boy, you know? You know, and, and it's just like, well, now, you know, you have your kid at your house, you know, all day on a regular basis because they're not going down to the school. So, so now maybe you get to really see what your kid's like, right? And maybe you're in a position now where you can't abdicate, you know, responsibility to the school, right? And just have the, you know, and just look at the school and say, hey, you straighten them out, right? Because I'm going to tell you people, you know, and I've seen this a lot. I've been in the classroom, like I said, you know, 22 years, right? And I've seen a lot of parents just, just, just flat out give up, right? You take them, you do something with them, you know, I can't do anything with them. And I've also seen a lot of parents who are scared of their kids, right? And I know, you know, a lot of people that I grew up with, you know, that was never the case, right? You know? I was listening to my friend Ross Fonts yesterday on the African American Forum at uh, at Oxnard College in celebration of Black History Month, right? And you know, he spoke of some things that I could totally relate to, right? You know, especially when you didn't meet the expectations that were set out for you at in your home, right? And you know. Anybody who knows me that knows that, hey, you know what? I got to put in my ass a couple of times growing up, probably more than a couple of times. And, um, and I'm not talking about physical abuse or anything like that. I think there's a distinct difference between discipline and physical abuse. But, uh, and I know that, that, you know, like, you know, in 2021, we're way past that. But, uh, you know, the question, you know, being, you know, will kids do the work? Well, again, you know, you, you're going to have, you're going to have a certain percentage of your kids that are going to do the work no matter what. You know, the cool thing for me is that I, I, I am seeing some of the personalities come through the computer, you know, I get to know, you know, the kids, you know on a deeper basis but you know what do we you know what about those kids who you know who just flat out won't do it no matter what you do and and here's my thing you know i said all that to say this you can't blame distance learning for that 
you know, because right through here with this pandemic, this is the hand we've been dealt. You know, and and um, and and hopefully. In your home, you know, and in my home, we're doing everything we can to stay to stay safe. You know, but um, you, you know, it's it's like I, you know, I was talking to one of my counselor friends, you know, at my school, and and we both agreed that down the line, let's say, you know, in two or three years, when a when a kid has to. Um, present his transcript to a college in order to try to gain admission, right? There's not going to be a red stamp on the transcript that says, you know, their junior year was part of the pandemic. That will not absolve any kid of getting an F or an incomplete because that will still permanently be on their transcript. So the question becomes, will the kids do the work, right? You know? Got Sam Cooke right here. What a wonderful world it would be, right? And it won't matter, you know, about the French I took or anything like that, right? They just want to know that I did the work, right? And that's the question. Did I do the work? You know? Did I do the work? But see, that's part of the whole problem, right? You know, that too many of us, you know, we were raised on promises, right? But see, here's the thing. You got to make the promise come through yourself, right? You got to make the promise come true. You can't blame that on the teacher, right? You know, and and um, all too often that's that's what happens, right? It was the teacher's fault. If I had a dollar for every kid that said that to me throughout my throughout my career in the classroom, you know what? I'd have a whole stack of money, right? You know, because. It's when you get out of high school, it's when you get out of school, or when you're trying to get into that college, that's when you find out how things, how tough things really are, you know, and um, again, if we've been dealt a bad hand, and we have, because with this pandemic, we, you know, it didn't have to come down to this, but it did. And thank God, you know, we have somebody in the White House right now that's trying to trying to help clean the thing up, right? You know, and again, you know, I'll get more into that on another show. But um, you, you, you've been dealt a bad hand, and and when I say you, I mean America, us. We've been dealt we've been dealt a bad hand. But the question is, what are we going to do about it? You know, one of the things I try to do every morning is, is, is I get up and I and, and, and I shower up in the morning and get ready to go to school, right? Before I come in here to this room, you know, and um, sign on to my Google Classroom and, um, and start class, right? To try to develop a routine and keep a routine going, right? 
you know? Correcting my papers at night, right? You know? And um, having, a, having a set routine. But that's the way I got to do it right through here. And I don't know, you know, when, you, you know, I mean, from, from what I understand, it probably won't be this year. And then, you know, from, you know, you know, one, one of the people I follow, and you might want to look this guy up, his name's Dr. Michael Osterholm. You know, that's O-S-T-E-R-H-O-L-M from the University of Minnesota. He's an epidemiologist. And he says we're going to be in for a third and a fourth wave. Because, uh, you know, one's going to be the, the Super Bowl spreader, which is going to be coming up pretty quick upon us. And then the variants, right? And um, the the woman, the new woman from the CDC, whose whose um, name escapes me right now, says um, it is not imperative to vaccinate teachers before we go back, which I totally disagree with. You know, I totally disagree with that. You know, and um, but we got to have some kind of strategy, people. And again, we can't roll over. We can't roll over and quit, right? You know, we got to keep going. You know? Again, if you've noticed, all our music today has been on a central theme of the high school, of school, excuse me, not, not high school, but the school. And, um, you know, again, the question, when will we go back to normal? Well, what's going to be normal after this? Do we know that? Do we, do we know what normal will be? I'm not sure we do. You know? But the question is, again, what are we going to do? We, you know, we can't roll over. And um, as, I've, as I've mentioned before previously in this show, right? I, I just vehemently, unquestionably disagree with the fact that we're depriving kids of their education. I, I just, I just don't agree with that. I never will, because if you want an education, you can get one. You know, and 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 that's one of the reasons why you have kids from other countries that are, you know, basically, you know metaphorically speaking, breaking their neck to get over here, you know, by hook or crook, right? And I'm not faulting anybody. I'll never fault anybody for trying to better themselves, you know? And then, but, but, but it, it totally bugs me to, to be here in this country, you know, and to be in a classroom and see kids who have the opportunity to get an education on a daily basis just want no part of it. I'm not going in there with that teacher. And if I do go in there, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to try to disrupt the class and, um, and keep, uh, keep other people from uh, being able to get their education. This is a song by Rush called Subdivisions. 
one of the lines in the songs, you know, in the song, in the high school halls, in the shopping malls, be cool or be cast out, right? Well, what's cool? And I, and I think that's one of the things that kids, you know, really come to understand, but normally they understand it after, after school's out, after they've been out of school, you know, either way, they've either graduated or dropped out. Um, you know, cool ain't got no value, right? Cool ain't got no value. You know? So, that's kind of where I'm at on this whole thing. Again, I'm, I'm really trying to take steps to get to, get to uh, a higher order so I can have uh, opposing guests in here. Got a couple of people in mind. Not going to mention them right now, but uh, I am willing, you know, to sit here and listen to their side of the story. That's one of the major, you know, things that I want to do with this program is to make sure that everybody gets their voice heard. You know, and I'm interested in your opinion, even if it's on the opposing side. You know, and if you want, if you want to, you know, let me know something, you can hit me up on Facebook. I'm on there, you know, and um, tell me what you think, you know, it's a perilous and crazy time we live in right now, but, uh, you know, it's not going to get any better if we don't talk to each other, if we don't communicate, and uh, I'm never, 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 ever going to try to make anybody believe that I'm right. And, uh, and, and one of the things I still say to this day is uh, if I'm the smartest person in the room, you got real problems, right? But I'm not going to be the person in the room that's not teachable. And that's one of the biggest things I want to do going forward is to remain teachable. You know, what can I learn from you? Quite a bit, I'm sure, if I'm willing to listen. You know, but uh, I don't know where we're going with the distance learning thing. I don't know when we're going back. I don't know if it's safe to go back. And, um, you know, wouldn't it, that, that, that's what would make it really great, you know, to have a national policy, right, that governed all schools. You know, so it wouldn't be, you know, um, what's in it for me, right? What's in it for me personally is to try to be the best teacher that I can be and try to, you know, um, you know, not shape young minds, you know, but get my, you know, get young minds to critically think, at, you know, and look at situations. That's the big thing for me. You know, get you to break it down analytically, right? And maybe make an informed decision at the end rather than, you know, an emotional one, you know. <laughs> Just gotta laugh about that one because I know that there's somebody out there that that's their their uh, go-to retort, right? No matter what the situation is. But see here, you know, on the other side of that too. Just keep in mind that um, I know that hey, I'm not always right. I'm probably wrong. I'm probably wrong more than I'm right, you know. But uh, again, I'm willing to listen and I'm willing to talk to you and communicate with you. You know, that's what makes this, you know, country great, right? 
And that's why a lot of people came here in the first place, you know, because like I said before, they got tired of having to listen to the king, you know, and it was off with his head, you know, if the queen wasn't nice to the, you know, the king, you know, the night before and all that kind of madness. So we don't need to go there. But anyway, that's about, you know, my time for today. I'm Walter. I'm the coach. This has been another episode. You know, we talked a little bit about distance, distance learning, you know, and some of the things that are happening, you know, across the nation. Hopefully we're going to get it straight, you know, where everybody can go back. But most of all, you know, if everybody does go back, we want them to be able to go back safe. First and foremost, you know, and that's kids, administrators, support staff, the you know, the late, wonderful ladies in the office, at least at my school, you know. Shout out to Miss Rebecca, Miss Corinne, Miss Belen, Miss Brianne. Hope I didn't miss anybody, you know, because I love you all over at Wainimi High School. And um, again, that's about it, right? So keep this in mind, you know, as we end up, right? Um, the kids are going to be all right. And the kids are all right. Okay? So I'm Walter. I'm the coach. Signing off. Going out with the who. The kids are all right. Just remember, the kids will be all right. Because the kids are resilient. And they'll find a way, you know, to deal with it, right? Have a good day, people. I'll catch you on the next go-around, okay? God bless. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. And you know what? Be good to yourself and to your families, okay? I'm out. Peace.